In the Spotlight, a chance to get to know the Financial Services Practice Group team at Barry Dunn. I'm Susan Weber. And I'm Brooke Wells. Fellow team members and hosts of the series. We're joined today by Tucker Cutter, Senior Manager in our Management and Information Technology Practice Group. Whew, that's a lot. Welcome, Tucker. <laughs> hey, good morning. Good morning. Hey, listen, you were one of the first people I met when I joined Barry Dunn. So this is really a full circle moment for me. Tell us how you got into this profession. Sure. So I think it's going to start back in back in college. I remember I was not entirely sure what I wanted to do. Uh, worked a fair amount of internships. Um, and the last one was for, for Walmart. Actually, I was working in logistics, thought I wanted to do supply chain. Um, and it was, it was an interesting project I worked on where they were trying to compete with Amazon, right? Their online, online mm-hmm. orders. And there was a bunch of, um, inventory. They were trying to get through the warehouse and they wanted to get it through quicker. And they had a, this kind of network of conveyor belts. Um, but some of the stuff didn't fit on the conveyor belt. So that was really the issue. It was called the non-con stuff, non-conveyable, uh, inventory. And mm-hmm. my project was really, what can they change to get things in the door and out the door quickly? Um, so wow. fast forward, figure that out. I made some recommendations and I got an offer from Walmart uh, to work as a manager in a warehouse. And I thought about that and I was like, you know, I, I'm 22 years old. I don't want to be managing 33 mm-hmm. people that probably don't be managed by me at that point. I've been, <laughs> been a young kid. Um, but I, so I was really reflecting on what it is that I wanted to do. And I thought about that project. I was like, I really like that. I didn't necessarily want to be in a warehouse, but I really like kind of solving problems, thinking about the technology, thinking about the people, thinking about the process. And so I looked for a job uh, in consulting. And then nine years later, here I am uh, with Barry Dunn. Just kind of started right out of school and then haven't, uh, haven't left yet. So that's, that's kind of the story. What a perfect way to bring all of those interests together. I can totally see now how, how you ended up in, in this role that you're playing so masterfully for us. So thank you. Is there a special aspect to the work that you do that you really enjoy the most? Yeah. Um, so I guess really like, like a lot of it. So I guess in MITG, just to provide a bit, a bit of context, uh, I lead our digital and organizational transformation practice. Um mm-hmm largely serving high red clients. Um, but the work that we do, uh, we do a lot of uh, organizational design and thinking about how things things can function better together, process improvement, um, planning around technology, technology assessment, and really all of that is kind of at the crux, like I mentioned, people, processes, and, and, and technology. Um, one of the things I guess I like most about my job, right, is kind of like really defining, working with clients at the beginning to define what is the problem that you're trying to solve and think about how we can do that and then working with them kind of in a partnership to kind of get them through the process. So thinking about the change and working them through the change. And so I guess that's probably probably it is kind of see, see, actually seeing the change come to fruition and then realize those results, which is probably the best part. A partnership sounds really good for clients. Um, is there anything as a team that you guys are working on next? Yeah. So I mentioned those services that, that we do for, for clients. Um, another one being kind of system selection and helping them implement a large technology system, process improvement. Um, so we, as Barry Dunn, we serve a lot of clients. And I think on the consulting side, we've typically served public entities, right? So um, state, local government, uh, Medicaid, 
projects, and then where, where I focus now, ITG, healthcare, and higher ed. Uh, and we traditionally haven't served private sector clients. We've done some of that, and we've, we've built up a resume of, of, of folks, but it really hasn't been a focus area for us. And so this year, we're really trying to bring that more to the center um, and thinking about how we can think about our client base as a firm more broadly, right? And how we can offer those services that we do really well uh, to to more of our firm firm clients, and we're seeing a lot of good uh, kind of traction results around that so far, and kind of offering our core services to different industries in the, in the commercial sector, and that's something that we're really focused on this year. Well, that sounds really great, especially because you know technology and implementing new systems is something that definitely has um, really captured a lot of time in the financial institution world as well. So, really great to know that you've got that coming down the pike. Yeah, no, we're looking forward to it. Sounds like you're very busy during the week, but outside of work, is there anything that you like to do? Yeah, I really all sorts of stuff I like to do. Um, I guess a few things of note. Uh, I like hiking, so I grew up in New Hampshire, and so for a lot of folks familiar, there's four, 48, kind of 4,000 foot peaks, and so still trying to check those off the list, getting pretty close, <laughs> so hopefully I can get that, uh, get that done this summer. Also, um, my niece, new, new niece, about one and a half. I've been been getting into woodworking as of late. Um, so I've been making her uh, some some toys. I've actually made her a rocking horse for Christmas. So I have a few wow. few things that are in the pipeline for her, and she's she's getting old enough to use them now. Um, so I guess that's more of a winter hobby. Right? When, when it's not nice nice outside, I can enjoy <laughs> the nice weather. Um, but those are kind of two two big things. I like to spend a lot of my time doing woodworking, hiking, and anything outdoors, really. So nice. Do you have a favorite hike so far? Yes, I do. Um, so fa favorite hike, I uh, talked about the 48, 4,000 foot peaks in New Hampshire, but actually Mount, Mount Katahdin in, in Maine. I mean, you cannot cannot beat it. Uh, I've probably done that hike five or six times, um, but it's just so much exposure above the tree line. It's just a rugged, rugged mountain. I feel like it's anytime I can get up there is, is a treat. So I love, and love knife's that. Ed, and Knife's Edge, you've done Knife's That's Edge. That's the one. That's oh, the one. Oh, man. Right. I haven't done that one yet. There, <laughs> knife, knife's Edge and then head down Elon Taylor. That's the, that's the trail. Like, Glad you're doing it. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Send me pictures. We'll, we'll take yes, your word yes, for I it. <laughs> that sounds awesome, though. Well, Tucker, it was so much fun getting to shine the spotlight on you today. Before we go, are you ready for a quick joke? Love to hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> Why couldn't the zoo reveal the name and location of its newest animal? I'm not sure. <laughs> Hippo compliance. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so when your niece gets a little older, feel free to use that lovely, uh, that lovely dad joke. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> the uncle joke. Yeah, what, what and, she knows about hippo, we'll, we'll let her know. So. That's right. You can go to a zoo and say, hey, I've got a joke for you. <laughs> well, on that note, thanks everyone for joining us. Please be on the lookout for more of your favorite professionals in the spotlight.